Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. It's Tom Short, so glad to have you along on this Tuesday morning, September 14th. We've been talking here, we're in a little brief series on our attitudes towards the Word of God. Yesterday we talked about the importance of trembling at the Word of God. Today I want to move on and talk about how do we value the Word of God. Oh my goodness, I saw this yesterday so clearly on campus. We should be aware, you should be aware of how so many people view the Bible. It's seen by so many, I there's a number of people yesterday trying to tell me the Bible's a book of hate. They've never seen it, they've never read it. All they know, all they know, all they know, the Bible now has been so effectively branded by the LGBT people as being the whole purpose, the whole purpose of the Bible is to be against homosexuality. And the number of young people who I think really believe this and therefore want nothing to do with the Bible, nothing whatsoever, totally uninterested. My goodness, the, the I was shocked to be honest. I've been on campus many, many years, maybe having been not on as much in this last year and the, the shock of being back and some of these comments it's, it was is alarming. But secondly, a believer or an alleged believer, someone claiming to be a believer who is also bi. That means interested in, the, she was a woman in guys and girls both. And uh, pretty outspoken about her sexual interest. And she said, there's nothing in the Bible against being a lesbian. Well, I pointed out to Romans 1, 26, and uh, read it to her. It was clear that it was about lesbianism. Her answer was so interesting. She said, yes, but God hasn't told me it's wrong. I don't feel it's wrong. Oh my goodness, is this really what people believe in our day? Do they really believe that when the Bible says one thing, but they feel differently? Christians, someone claiming to be a Christian, but they feel differently that they follow their feelings rather than the scripture? Now, my friends, you and I may be, again, shocked at someone who would be so blatant. The Bible says one thing clearly. Um, she feels something differently, and she goes with her feeling and believes that's God who guided her feelings rather than the Bible, guide, rather than God guiding through the Bible. But we want to make sure we don't do that in smaller, more subtle things. We want to always go to the Bible as our authority, as we talked about yesterday. God said it. I believe it. We tremble at the word of God. We don't, if, if our feelings don't match up with the scripture, then which one's right? It's God. It's his word. I often tell young people, and I say to you, years ago, I, I made a decision. God, if you and I disagree, or specifically, if you, if my feelings and your word disagree, I'll just settle it ahead of time. You're right and I'm wrong. Our feelings are fickle. The heart is deceitful. We can easily be deceived. But the word of God is strong, solid, and we follow it. It is our authority. And so in light of this, I want to talk again further about our attitude towards the Bible. And our verse for today is found in Psalm 119, verse 72, where the psalmist says, the law of your mouth, is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Wow. You know, money is valuable. Money's important and valuable in our 
culture, in their culture, in Jesus's day, money has always been something that people pursue, desire, and want to have more of. And and in a in a culture where there's freedom and where hard work and integrity and honesty are valued and rewarded, then wealth can be a sign of of, a, of having lived a good, productive, honest life. Christian values, godly values, can, in, can lead you to prosperity. However, Jesus also made it clear that one of the great purposes of, uh, one of the things with purposes of money, as the psalmist said here, is we want to realize that as, as happy as we all are, to get money, and I'm sure you are. If you if you ever got a raise at work, made you feel good. If you got a bonus, made you feel good. If you if somehow some money came to you, maybe even that government stimulus check that came to you made you feel good. There's something about receiving money that makes you feel good, and you say, "Wow, that's I'm glad I have it. This gets me freedom. This gets me." Uh, opportunity. This allows me to have certain things that I've needed or wanted. And there's nothing essentially wrong with that. However, the psalmist reminds us to take those good feelings that come from this tangible, in this case, thousands of silver or gold pieces or whatever we've received, the, the good feeling that can come from that and say, the word of God, the law of God, the testimony of God is even better. It's even better. And I want to encourage you to think of it that way. I hope you think of these live streams that way, that getting into the word of God each day and meditating and thinking and discussing the word of God is even better than if I got a raise at work. It's even better than if I, I got something, you know, some money dropped upon me somehow or even better than that which I earned. And of course, he's talking here thousands of silver and gold pieces. Did a quick calculation last night. 2,000, that would be the minimum. 2,000 gold pieces would be about $3.5 million at today's rate. That doesn't even include the thousands of silver pieces. You know, it's, a, it's he's just using a metaphor. He's using an example. But the point being that we are to value the Word of God. Why is God's Word more valuable and should we esteem it even greater than wealth several things come to my mind number one you, you know uh, success people they say invest in yourself god's word and god's wisdom is an investment in yourself when you you know money comes and goes i don't know if you've realized that and i don't think i'm unique in this but money comes and goes Sometimes it, you know, Proverbs 23 tells us wealth can make itself wings. It was here and then it flies away. And we've seen that in our lifetime. You know, people who had great amounts of wealth and suddenly it's gone. Money comes and goes, but wisdom lasts. Wisdom lasts. And as people tell us, invest in yourself. Well, what is the greatest investment you can make in yourself? Proverbs tells us it's to gain wisdom. Where does wisdom come from? It comes from the Word of God. The greatest, wisest man ever to live, other than Jesus, tells us that we are to value wisdom above silver and gold. Wisdom stays with us. People can take your money from you. 
People can take your things from you. But once you have wisdom, that's there forever. My mother used to always tell me, get your education. She grew up, of course, went through the Depression. Get your education because they can take everything else, but they can't take away your education. Well, I'm going to say, yeah, get the right education. Get your education in the Word of God. Get the wisdom in the Word of God. You have the wisdom of God's Word, and that will always lead, always lead to understanding how to live life and how to have that true wealth. Secondly, wisdom brings true wealth. Wisdom brings true wealth. God's Word brings true wealth. Let me read to you from Luke chapter 16, verse 10. Jesus is talking about money. He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. And he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is unrighteous also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, who will entrust the true riches to you? My friends, you know, God wants us, God entrusts us with money here on earth. We Americans entrusted with a fair amount of it compared to the rest of the world. Sometimes we struggle to stay ahead or keep afloat, but we've been entrusted with money and we live in a fairly free economy where, as I said, working hard, working intelligently can produce a fair amount of money for us. But God expects us to be faithful with that money, and if we are, he will entrust true riches to us. Wow, what are the true riches? The true riches of life. There's nothing wrong with having money, but don't ever think that's the true riches. That's what's called in the Bible, that, that's fleeting. It comes, it goes. The true riches are riches of eternal, of, of eternal rewards in heaven. The true riches of, of, of healthy relationships here on earth. The true riches... Of, of building God's kingdom and being a part of that. These things, the true riches of wisdom and understanding and knowledge of God, these are the things, this is true wealth. This is true wealth. And, and I'm not of the mindset that is anti-money, but I am of the mindset that as we learn how, as we appreciate money, let's super appreciate the true wealth. Let's say that this just reminds me, God, you've blessed me financially. This just reminds me, your word is even more precious. I'm thankful for those thousands of silver and gold pieces you brought me. I'm even more thankful for the word of God I hold in my hand that has true riches, true wisdom, true knowledge, true wealth within it. And so my friend, do you think that way of God's word? I mean, let's be honest. If... Uh, you know, if, if, if you found out somehow you, uh, through some bank error, like in Monopoly, or through some uh, inheritance, or through some means, somehow a great deal of money came your way, you'd probably be quite happy for this newfound wealth. Nothing wrong with that. But let's make sure we're even happier that what we hold in our hands day in and day out, the Word of God that we get the true wealth from it. There's so much riches in here. There's so many riches. There's so much wealth in here. So much wisdom. The knowledge of God. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden 
in Christ Jesus, we're told in Colossians. There's so much in here. Let's, let's treasure it. And if we don't, we say, oh God, give me this heart. Help me. I, confess. Confess and acknowledge to God, which we will do here in a second. We ask God, give us a heart to value his word more than thousands of silver and gold. Or as the psalmist said, to treasure it. To treasure it. It is a treasure. And, and then we make the choices, the investments. If, if there's th- rivals of God's, we, we, we invest our time in the word of God and we disinvest from those things that rival God's word. We make efforts to, if there's things we would value more than God's word, to remove those from our life so that God's word might uh, rise and be supreme. Father in heaven, we confess to you that the word of God, the, there, there's nothing of greater value than the very words of God to human beings. The Bible, there's a reason it stood. It's changed lives. It's transformed individuals, families, relationships, values. It's transform, transformed whole nations. It's transformed our world. Father, we all have Bibles. We probably have one with us right this very minute. We confess, Lord, how easy it is to take it for granted. And because we're so familiar with it, to not value it the way we ought. Help us, Lord, help our familiarity and help it not become just a common book, just another book. Father, could it be that we really would value your word and and your word to us would be better than thousands of gold and silver pieces? Oh, Father, what would it take for you to really build that into our life, to really be more excited about what we learn in the Bible, to allow it to form us and to uh, guide us and to pursue it and to allow it to, to really dwell richly within us? What would it take that we would value the, all, all of that more than thousands of gold and silver pieces? But Father, we ask you to develop this within us. We want to be filled with the Word of God. We want to be expert in the Word of God. We want to be known for people being people of the book, people of this book, the Word of God. We want to be known as people who have the wisdom of God. I think of Solomon. He had your wisdom, and people came from all over the world to see the wisdom that you had given him. Certainly he had riches as a result, but riches were not his pursuit. Riches were the result of his valuing your your word. I think, Father, how you said in Proverbs 10, it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich, and you had no sorrow to it. And, Father, how we pray that in our lives, if you enrich us financially, that it would be you and you'd add no sorrow because the riches that would come to us physically would be because we have prioritized the true riches, the spiritual riches, the riches of eternity, the treasures that await us in heaven, and the treasures you give to those of us who prioritize you now. Father, I just confess with me, I love your word, but I have trouble relating to thinking I'd love it more than millions and millions and millions of dollars that would drop in my lap. In my head, I'd believe that. That's really what I want, Father. 
I affirm and believe. I do, Lord. I affirm and believe your word, your law, your testimonies, your precepts, your statutes, your promises are more valuable to me than millions of dollars. It is. And might I always live that way? And might each of us always live prioritizing the value of the word of God in our lives? Build it into us. Make it strong. Fill us with the true riches of God that we might rise above. We might prevail. We might be strong. No matter what life circumstances we have, we have something the world did not give and the world cannot take away from us. Might we have the wisdom and knowledge of God in us in every circumstance. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. You know, I share that in all honesty, after you know being back on camp yesterday and seeing the the vitriol of of so many the people towards God and His Word and those who follow the Lord, we really do need to prepare ourselves as this next generation comes into leadership. We need to prepare ourselves for their uh, attitude towards us. And as I pray there at the end. We've got something the world can't give and the world can't take it away. Let's make sure that we are valuing what God has given us because there are people who want to take away what we have, our freedom, our things, our stuff, the things we've gained and accumulated through the years. There are people who see us as bad and, and standing against progress, and evil, and so on. There are a lot of people like that out there, and they're moving into leadership in our culture. Many of them are already there. We have something the world the world never gave us, and the world can't take it away from us. That's what we need to value. Amen? And that way we can rise above and prevail because we have, we know we're, we're solid, we're moored solidly. We've got an anchor in God. Amen? Amen. Okay. God bless you. You have a great day. Walk with the Lord. Be blessed. Be strong. Value what God values and rise above, be triumphant. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30, right here. Bye-bye.